I was explaining to you that when I was a kid, I always felt like somehow I would be able to know what was going to happen or somehow predict the future. It's like, I would say, this is what will happen. And then it would literally happen that way. Uh And at a point I began to wonder if, you know, if there was something special about me, like, do I really have this special ability or is it just by chance? Mm. and luck yeah and i had a question but but yeah go ahead yeah and i and you know i just noticed that i had that pattern that pattern over my life so go ahead you say yeah but my my question was um how do you think people because just like you a lot of people i mean in growing up have a lot of different things that they could see that these were remarkable traits and special traits and all of that but they they lose it at some point what makes you why do you think how why do people lose these things as they grow older why hmm. do you what's your thoughts on that i mean i was just curious i mean oh. i think culturally so there are some cultures like you know that's not the whole world there are people who were raised with parents who you know were tapped into their spiritual abilities the ability to communicate with their ancestors their ability to tap into their God-given intuition and what some people refer to as psychic abilities, healing abilities. Like, they lost that at some point. So if you don't live with a family who does that, then they won't understand the value of those things. And as a child is experiencing them, they're not bringing it up to the child. So the child is not, and the child is not seeing it. So if they start to feel something, I don't think they're more like, I don't think they're as likely to bring it up because they're not, it's not being addressed by the parent. I think that, yes, that's, that's, that's very true. And for, for, in some cases too, I feel like parents beat these things out of Oh, okay. Kids. So maybe because, that's the cultural difference between because, you and I. So is that oh, what happened when you yes, were growing up? Yes. In Africa, if you show certain traits or certain behaviors that is concerned that is considered out of the norm let mm. me say they beat it out of you mm. like they and they beat it out of you in different forms not just not just like physical beating alone but with verbal beating and try to downplay what you think you're seeing or you're feeling or and all of that so you feel i feel like, like that happened to you personally personally like one of the things i could say is regarding singing i don't know you know sometimes i mean i'm not i'm not right now of course i'm not a professional singer or anything of that sort <laughs> but at a time who knows maybe what, what me singing every single day everywhere mm. was going to mm, do mm, mm. but i remember my mom and of course a lot of other people stop disturbing you're disturbing stop disturbing what is wrong with you stop so when that has happened to you and i remember my brother would be like it's not it doesn't even sound good let me be honest with you <laughs> so when you when, <laughs> now all these are ways of beating it out of you and, and it happens to people in different versions so at yeah, the end of the day true. my point is that like when a child is growing up and they have all these special traits and they have these encounters by the time they are 17 18 19 in their in their, in their 20s it's gone like yeah those it, it may be somewhere maybe somewhere inside of them however the it has been shattered did as a kid like anybody who's listening right now please 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 go back start to journal about your childhood start to look at the things 
you know, that happened in your childhood. So much of that points to maybe where you need, where what your next move is in life right now. Like a lot of people don't know where they're supposed to go in life because they, but they haven't, you know, they haven't looked at their past to see the way the way forward. Yeah. Go back to your childhood. So many answers lie there. And I think that, you know, when people get engrossed in, in their adulthood, they forget about having time to sit and look within themselves. And part of looking within yourself is looking at the past as well. When you think through when you were young and all that, what are some of the traits that you used to have? What are some of the things that you used to enjoy? What are some of the things that, you know, was fun and interesting to you? Maybe when we begin to look into all of those things and begin to, ad begin to adopt them, a lot of the frustrations and a lot of the loneliness, a lot of the boredom, a lot of the things that we feel in our adult age with all the hustle and bustle and all the noise around us, maybe those things will be, will be really reduced. And we will live a much better, relaxed and free and happy life than, you know, we, we ask people. I mean, that's just my So thoughts. personally, I think I've been shifting how I do things. And I'm realizing that I did this a lot as a, as a kid, a teenager. I analyze myself a lot. And when I say analyze, I don't mean criticize, but I mean reflection. So I did a lot of journaling growing up and I still have a lot of my journals today and it's like I was running from that running from the reflection okay what did you do today and really sitting down and figuring out okay of all the things that I did today was it just busy work was it just things that really in the grand scheme of things don't mean much for my purpose or with every action that I made today there was intent there was purpose and then, and what the reflection allows you to do is go back and see if you really like like are you serious are you serious about the things that you say you're serious about or are you letting life the things that it throws at you distract you from what you truly need to be doing i think that a lot of a lot of times we're not able to ask ourselves questions all of us we're not able to ask ourselves questions because once we begin to ask ourselves questions it's like it's like you take a seat and put yourself in front of and you, you feel, and, and you ask feel like you haven't questions. you feel like damn i did i've i've really not been doing what i'm supposed to do or how did i let these many years go by how did i you know you start because, to and I say that because I feel like you cannot, like people, a lot of people cannot face themselves. So it's like if they were talking to themselves, they cannot face what they have become or what they are becoming or yes. how they are living every day. Yes. So in order to do that, they put that away and they run from it every day. So they never get to a point where they actually can sit themselves down basically and talk to themselves. And that you, I mean, I, it got to a time I used to do that in the mirror, but <laughs> For, for several different things and it was crazy like at the point it became so real to me like lo just looking at my face in the mirror and telling myself that this was not good this was was wrong okay, this was like that's like it makes you feel ashamed even just within yourself I'll and that honest. helps sometimes with correction there was a time you know? where i couldn't even i don't know it was like periods of months where i couldn't even look myself in the mirror you know it had just gotten so crazy go into the bathroom don't even turn on the light like you know, like that type of thing, and it, but it's mainly because I had drifted so far away from who I truly am, based upon decision, based upon making decisions that were on fear and not on my inner truth. 
you know, on my understanding and knowing that I'm here for a purpose and that I'm guided. My steps are ordered. Like, I have forgotten that. And, and let me say this, that if people learn to talk to themselves and reflect with themselves, and, and, and let me say, judge themselves. If I say judge themselves in a positive way, no, they will not fear any other person's judgment from the outside. They will not worry about what people are thinking, what people are thinking about them and, and, and their past and all of those things because they have first dealt with them, their own selves and they are now comfortable and confident with themselves. So who is hmm. out there that, that is coming to make any difference? Because I've already been able to talk to myself, sit myself down and talk, talk to myself. Talk about these things, yes. Out. So, I mean, what, what do you have more to say that I have not said to myself already? And I've moved on. A lot of people have brains that are going haywire. It's like, I got to do this for my job. I got to do this for my kid. I got to pick up this person. I got to make sure that I, you know, all these different things are firing off at the same time. And it's like the, the, the energy that's behind them makes us think that that's what we need to focus on right now or that that's what's most important. But we have to learn to bring the body to a calm state and to be able to just quiet all of those things and realize that truly all we have is this moment. And, you know, shout out you know, to the book, The Power of Now. If you haven't read it, read it. By Ekator. Ekator. Mm -hmm. So let me let me just say, say that it's like it's rather unfortunate that a lot of us have to encounter a near-death incident for us to be able to be honest with ourselves and see that all these things that we're maybe doing, that we're killing, that, that, that is killing us, that we definitely know is killing us, and we know there could be a way out. And we're not taking it because we're afraid. Like, we have to have a near-death situation to be able to make that shift and change. It's rather unfortunate, you know. But I, 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 sometimes I just wish that everybody will have some type of... I'm not wishing anything bad, but let me say near-death experience. Mm -hmm. So that it can give us an awakening to focus on us. Because when you, when you encounter that situation, I realize that life can be so brief and short. And today, here, tomorrow, you're gone. It will mean it will make it will mean nothing. You're just gone. Then you begin to think about you. That at the end of the day, if I died, it will be me. All these people out here will still be around here, living their life. If somebody died 20 years ago, that I knew, they, they were gone. I'm still living 20 years later. So at the end of the day, when you come to that place where you realize that I could have been out and all these things that is happening to me and I wouldn't have experienced it. I think it gives people some type of awakening. And maybe, you know, sometimes if that, I mean, you, we don't wish anything bad, but there's less, something Les Brown said that you could actually do. So you need to find a reason that is so huge and so big enough that it kind of gives you that push that I'm talking about where it's able to make you really look at your life and really think about what is good for you and what will make you happy and what will help you now and not what perhaps society has crafted for you and put you in.